Um, what's up, guys? Uh, we have a guest on here. Um, my brother. Uh, we, he actually is going to be helping us in some time very, very soon. We'll get into that later. But we're right now in California. Actually, about to head back home today. When do you leave? My flight's at like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, so I leave in like three hours. Um, but we wanted to do this just because the conversation we've been having, actually, we had a couple days ago. Um, so we're gonna do it. Um, if you want to introduce yourself, um, so my name is Kaz. Um, yeah, I don't know, I live out here in California. Uh, I'm in the military currently. Um, and yeah, looking for a new job, looking for new things, excited for the future and what God has, you know, for me and my, my wife, Lexi. Uh, so, yes, sir. <laughs> Um, <laughs> with a, I mean, he is, okay, so he is from Charlotte. He is um, originally from North Carolina, born in Gaston. Yeah, so, um, but no, I think what we were talking about the other night was really just the, the basis of our walk with God. Um, and that being reading his word. But yeah, I think that's what we, I think that's something we should probably get into. And, I mean, it, we got into so many different things from the basis of that, and it kind of spread out to different stuff. But, like, what do y'all think? For you, like, when did when did you realize that have reading the word was like not really an option? It was a very like essential thing to your walk of God. Um, I would say for me, it was definitely as like a kid for sure. Okay. Um, I think you know just from how we were raised with the yeah. people that we had around us. I think I've always had um, older people around me and uh, more spiritually mature people around me because um, I was born a lot later in comparison to like my other brothers like my youngest older brother is 18 years older than me Mark yeah you know wow. so it's just like I was being raised around a, a bunch of people who are already mature in that faith they kind of had already got to a point where they had been walking with the Lord for a while and like already understood you know different patterns of the Lord how the Lord was they just understood who he was um, and they came from a generation where if you didn't read your word, like, you knew nothing pretty much. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it was, they didn't come from, um, I guess, this new generation where it's, like, easy for you to know stuff maybe about God, but you don't have to read your Bible to get no. to that point. You know what I'm saying? No, no. Yeah, I think that. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I just think. Um, that I kind of just learned that growing up just through how my mother and my father um, lived and their day-to-day life. I mean, literally every single day, it was them doing Bible studies or me being in Bible studies with uh, me. When I was a lot younger, my dad was preaching a lot. Um, So, you know, I guess it just kind of came at an earlier age. I figured that I, I probably didn't get it in me to do it myself until I was about the age of 17. Um, cause beforehand I kind of had this thought process like, oh, if my parents are saved, then I'm saved. Like if they're reading their Bible and they, they trust in God, like I'm going to church, like I'm saved. Um, but I would say around the age of 17, I kind of got it in my mind that like, oh no, like I have to have my own personal relationship with the Lord. Um, and it was just through, you know, a lot of stuff that I was going through 
in life and just what my father had been telling me. So yeah. Um, as far as like reading the word and feeling like it's essential in your daily walk, um, I didn't get that revelation until very recently, actually, because um, growing up, like, I always come from the perspective of. Um, you know, it's, it's nice to know like a couple of scriptures and everything, or yeah. have a couple of scriptures to like be able to tell people or your favorite scripture and everything like that. But as far as like learning to read it, like for daily struggles and so you can constantly grow, I didn't really get that until like honestly, I'd probably say this year is when I really started like just reading and reading consistently. Yeah. Um, I think before like I didn't realize just how much power you actually have like reading the word every day and yeah. how much change it can bring in your life uh -huh. so this year like especially like meeting you cam and you really encouraging me like every day like you know there's really no option but to get in your word and starting to do that on a more consistent basis and seeing like how much more peace and freedom i feel um when i go through struggles or even now when like when things happen to me or even like the littlest things that might have thrown me off before like i feel myself being able to handle a lot of challenges more easily so yeah. I mean, I guess a lot later than a lot of people, but I'm glad I know it now. Yeah. Oh man, you, bro, that ain't even. That don't even matter because you, you got 30 and 40 year olds who haven't catched that concept yet. So yeah. Facts. Before you get married, everything like that, family. I think for me, it was kind of around 16, 17, because like, like we literally were born in the same, like, time, atmosphere, time, yeah. whatever. So you know, seeing my dad, you know, wake up five o'clock in the morning almost every morning. I walk by his room and he's reading the word, and that's how he's starting his day off. It just kind of, I saw it so much, but I wasn't doing it. And finally, when I was starting to see like my calling and like realizing what I'm supposed to do, I realized, like you said, it's really not an option. Mm -hmm. Or what you were saying, it's really not an option that it's it's essential because, you know, his word is like a guide for us every mm -hmm. day. And there's things that are going to happen, there are emotions that we're going to have, or people we're going to meet that we're going to need his word for either like wisdom or peace or hope depending on what it is so i think for me it was really around 16 17 where you know that started to take place mm -hmm. really just um, understanding on life yeah honestly everything that you do um, yeah i think um really i know that like a lot of people are trying to lead themselves in today's world in today's church but especially I feel like for the world, that's like, okay, common sense, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If people are leading themselves in the world, that's common sense because they're obviously um, not a part of the church. They're not following the Lord, you know? Yeah. Um, but I feel that for the church, it's like really bad because for us, we're the embodiment of Christ. Yeah. We represent him wherever we go. Right. You know, so if we're not in our word and we're not getting his leading, his direction, um, daily, honestly, I mean, obviously nobody's perfect. It's, it can be hard to, to be there daily, but if we're not getting in our word and constantly being in that place where we're able to get uh vision and direction from him and understanding of who he is and what his character is and how he wants us to live. If we're not doing that, then we can portray a false image of who we think God is or who he should be, um, to people who then now have a diluted or a dirty, I guess you would say, understanding of who God is and, and what his character is. That's like, good. You know, you know, yeah. Um, I think also, like, the importance in the church, um, I think a lot of Christians feel that just because they're doing Christian activities, 
mm-hmm. or churchy stuff that they feel like they're doing what God calls them to do. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, that, that might not always be the case. Like, you can go to church and you can sing worship songs and all that, but if you're not in your word and getting, like, the clear picture of exactly what God wants you to do, you might not, you might be missing what he has for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think that's good. I mean, there's a, you know, verse like John 14 says, like, if you love me, you'll obey my mm-hmm. commandments. Yeah. But the only way to know his commandments are is by reading his word. Mm-hmm. So if we say we love God and we want to glorify him, but we can't, we don't, we won't obey his commandments by reading his word. It's just, it just kind of has a trickle effect. Like, it all is all connected to it, to mm-hmm. each other. Um, so I think it's so important that, as like you're saying, like the body of Christ, like as the church, like us right now, we are the church right now. Mm-hmm. So even yeah, in, church is in, in this, exactly, yeah. e- even in this, it's making sure that y'all read, y'all, when you're all watching this and we bring up scripture and stuff like that, go back and read it for yourself mm-hmm. because like we might have an understanding, but there might be, under, there might be something that God wants to show you in yeah. John 14, I think it's John 14, 15. Mm-hmm. Like, go read that for yourself so that you as a child of God can understand what God wants to hear wants to show yeah. you and read all of it right because i think even sometimes we'll tell people to go read their bible but if they don't know how to read their bible then it can still be oh, you know things that they miss like yeah. if you're like oh go back and read you know and then they just read that one scripture they may not understand the context of context is the big. entire thing of what's going on it's like right. when you're reading your scripture you read the chapter before, the chapter after, and that chapter, right. and then you cross-reference with other scripture, right. other verses throughout the entire Bible. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because the Old Testament confirms the New Testament, the New Testament confirms the Old Testament. Right. There's no lack on either. You they, know they're, what I'm all the, they're all the. They're all influenced by the by the Lord. Mm-hmm. No, is more, well, not one is more important than the other. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like in church culture nowadays, like a lot of Christians believe that. Um, like they're separated mm. um, or a lot of times like the Old Testament is kind of like irrelevant mm. but I feel like they're still equally as important and there's still so much yeah. to learn in both of them he said Jesus said I came to fulfill the law yeah mm. he didn't say I came to uh, like abolish or do away with right. you know what I'm saying right. he just fulfilled it yeah you know no Second Timothy three sixteen. all mm-hmm. God all the all what is it um all word, all word is God breathed. All, yeah. The Bible is God breathed. You know, yeah. used to rebuke, to correct. All, the, all mm-hmm. of it is from generation, mm-hmm. Genesis to Revelation is all being used mm-hmm. to help us. Like you're, like your thing was episode one that we had said it. Like to find what the truth is. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it, this is the truth. So it's he wants to be able to guide us and help us. Like he, all he, his word is literally there to help us. Yeah. Like he wants to see us succeed. He yeah. wants to see us walk in peace. Yeah. And I think. The peace that the world gives, or the peace that the, the world tries to hold on to, is predicated on situations. Yeah. Oh no. So I think that, like, talking about the basis of the word, I think we can talk about also, like, how that goes into being Holy Spirit led. Because I think mm-hmm. as a believer, there are a lot of situations where the word will help. All it will always help. But I think having the Holy Spirit there to kind of direct you on what to say, how to say it, when to say mm-hmm. something, when not to say something. But I think that really helps, like. The base of reading your word helps you be Holy Spirit led and be able to do what you have to do. Yeah. I think we had a conversation about this before how, man, what the church would look like if we actually allowed ourselves to be spirit led. Like how different it would look. And, you know, I think there's many, you know, debates or conversations, I would say more so conversations, that could be had about, you know, how people go about presenting the gospel. 
Um, but I think ultimately around, or I guess I should say generally throughout the church, everybody who is a follower of Christ, like that should be exemplified through your daily living. Right. Like being led by the Holy Spirit and going out and and preaching and sharing the gospel with people. You know, I think a lot of people, um, some don't even, honestly, they know what the Holy Spirit is, but they don't, it's not something that is applicable yeah. to your daily life. It's like, oh, I have the Holy Spirit in me. You know, I know the word, but am I about to ask him what I'm going to do today? Right. Am I about to... <laughs> right, yeah. Like, God wants me to share the word, like, anyways. I just feel like a lot of churches kind of boil it down to the Holy Spirit just being, like, essentially just a conscience for people. Mm. But I, it's so much deeper and a lot more powerful than that. Totally. Yeah, yeah get, explain that. Cause I, I, I definitely agree with you. Yeah, I mean, like, you hear, like, in church, um, you know, the Holy Spirit will, um, you, you feel the Holy Spirit when you're about to make this wrong decision or that wrong decision. But, I mean, the Holy Spirit does do that, and He does convict you on certain mm-hmm. things, but... The Holy Spirit is the tangible um, presence of God that we have on earth with us today to accomplish mm. the mission that he set out for all of us. No, it, and you think about what, before he left, he said, be glad that I go so that the advocate, the Holy Spirit can come. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that they're equal. Mm-hmm. So because we can't have Jesus sitting here right here talking, to, doing a podcast with us as much as we would love that, <laughs> like he's not here with okay. us. Right. So like <laughs> walking, right, walking around saying, hey, Kez, don't do that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go that way. Or I wouldn't, yeah. but that's with the Holy Spirit. But the thing is, is that it's a relationship, which means like we know you have people to say, well, the phone goes both ways. Yeah, we can't just expect the Holy Spirit to be talking all the time. But we're not talking to Him. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And if you don't know that voice, then it begins to become silence. Exactly. So, but yeah, like I was talking about uh, just a little bit ago, I think that some people, when they don't understand how to put it into action, they begin to take action of their own will and their own thought process, mm-hmm. um, and then put. Jesus's name on it, and then mm, put God's yeah. name on yeah. it. Yeah, okay. like oh, God told me to do this, or oh, you know, they read the Bible and they'll go out, and you know, it's very interesting. But we can talk about like street preachers. Yeah, like they'll be out in the streets and they'll be talking to people or yelling at people. Not always. It's not every street preacher. Yeah, yeah. Not um, I don't yeah. want to generalize, but a lot of times, you know, people's thought process towards the churches. You know, sometimes, not all the time, but is turn or burn, like people with the stakes and all this stuff. And they're saying stuff that may be true um, in certain ways in the scripture, but it's like, is that really led by the spirit? Mm -hmm. Or or is what you're doing just something that you're choosing to do because you think this is what you are called to do? You know what I'm saying? There's a heart behind it. Yeah. Because... Everything that you do through the Spirit of God is done in a spirit of love. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times, it's more, it's coming from more of a, a judgmental place and not from like a, I actually care about these people, yeah. so I want what's best for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or it can become from like a um, a self-righteous place, like yeah. I know better than you guys, um, do mm-hmm. what I say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think there's some street preachers that, like you said, not generalizing all of them, but there are some that I've seen that want to have a conversation. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. where, that's where, you know, with Jesus, he was having conversations with people. people. He mm-hmm. wasn't saying, you're a sinner and you need to go do this. It's yeah. like, hey, there was a dialogue between yeah. them. And that's where, I think that's where deliverance is. That's where understanding, that's where love comes into place is when there's a dialogue between that person. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, um, 
maybe like you think you did say this that just with the Holy Spirit, it's it's just it's it's a conversation like as the same way if Jesus was right here, we would ask him, Hey, Jesus, should I do this? Yeah. Why are we not asking the Holy Spirit the same thing? But but then or add on to that, mm-hmm. when we're doing that, we have to wait for an answer. We love to ask God things and then start doing it right after. Yeah. Hey, Lord, should I go get this car? Mm-hmm. Go get the car. Did, did the Lord say yes before yes, you did that? Anything. Did you inc- silent? Right. Yeah. Did you inquire him to wait? So it's like mm-hmm. it's speaking, it's asking the Lord, it's having that dialogue, but waiting for the, you know, the bubbles on our phone. I, I mean, if you have an Android, you know. Don't worry about this, but you know, if you have an Apple phone, you have the bubbles, the bubbles you see them typing. Are you going to wait for the, the, for the, for the text to come up, or are you going to just wait and just yeah. wait for the bubbles? You if know you, what I mean? Yeah. If you're an Android user, you're just in a safari. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just like, if you don't even know like, how any one of your actions are going to end up, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, if you can't tell the future, like, why would you not you know, just take the chance and just ask the Holy Spirit you yeah. know, on it? Pretty much anything. Mm. If God knows how everything is going to end up, like why would you even take a chance just messing around and, and taking things in your own hands? Yeah. And by the way, we're saying this not because we got it all together. Like we're still figuring this yeah, ourselves. Oh, yeah. Like we're just saying yeah. because this is what the Lord's put on our heart. Yeah, yeah. And we're, yeah, we're talking yeah. to each other. Like, we have to be obedient to the right. same thing exactly. we're talking about. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So don't I don't want to get it twisted where it's like oh well they you know they they're on they're on ten they they got everything no we do no. not. <laughs> so Excellent. yeah, that, I think that's why I was saying episode one like. This is the walk we're walking together. Mm-hmm. We are all walking this together. Yeah. We're asking the questions that y'all might have, um, that we have, and we're and we're all trying to sharpen iron sharpens iron. Yeah. So, what Kez might say, I might get it, I might need it, or what Jonathan says, Kez might need it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It, it, we're walking this out together. So, yeah. I just want to put that basis there. Mm-hmm. But, um, like we were saying, like reading the word, like I know there's a scripture that says in it, and the Holy Spirit reminds you of what you read. Mm-hmm. Like, there are situations in our lives and day to day that the Holy Spirit wants to remind us of scripture that the Lord has put out, mm-hmm. but he can't remind us if we haven't read it. We haven't read it. So mm-hmm. that's why it's so important to read our word because meditate. there is, meditate on it. Like, like David says, like, I meditate on the word day and night. Right. We ain't saying read the word 24-7. Now if the Lord called you to do that, then do so. But yeah. like, you know, you have school, you got work, you got families, yeah, but yeah. Me- taking time to meditate, soak in his presence and reading his word mm-hmm. the next day or the, na- the day after that, that scripture you read on Monday can help you on Wednesday. Yeah. But unless you read it on Monday, it can't help you on Wednesday. Yeah. I mean, um, could you, so. if you're not meditating on the words, you're meditating on something else. Right. Yeah. And every time, right. every time something comes up and you got a conflict, um, you gonna the, the only thing you're gonna think about is the things that you've been meditating. Exactly. About. I was about to say mm-hmm. you are gonna revert back to what you was last right. meditating yeah, on. Bro, you know what so I'm saying? Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, that's good. But just kind of touching on what we've been talking about and how getting into the scripture is important to understanding how the Holy Spirit leads and guides us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think an important part of that is this verse that I'm going to read um, in Mark. Um, so I'm going to read 42 through 45. Um, so Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers in this world lord it over the pe- their people, and officials flaunt their authority over those under them. But among you, it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant, mm-hmm. and whoever wants to be first among you must be the slave for everyone else. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to su- serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. So I think if we had an understanding of the scripture and we had an understanding of how God wants us to be, how the Lord wants us to move, um, and as we study this, that as a church, like as a body, we would really understand how to move in 
not only love, but being servants towards people, even when they're in the world's eyes, not deserving of being served or being right. someone that you're willing to lay down your wants and your desires for. Yeah, you what do you think that looks like today, though? Um, well, so getting into that, I think that today what is pushed, um, at least from our viewpoint here in America with our culture, um, is loving yourself, putting yourself first, what you want goes first. What you care about goes first. Mm. Um, and then everybody else falls underneath like what you got set up for yourself. And, and, look, so, and, if, and if they help you with that, then they matter. Then it's they, like, yeah, it's yeah. like then if you matter. help me with what I got yeah. going yeah, on, yeah, 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 yeah. and then let's do it together. If, you, if we're on the same page, yeah, if, it yeah. take, if it's not taking me out of my comfort zone, yeah, I got you. But unless it's doing that, you yeah. 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 have to wait until I'm And then we can help each other. No, you're good. But that's exactly what I'm saying. It's like we have set up this idea that in life, you're lesser than if you allow people to quote unquote what we see as use you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I even asked Alexia this question. I'm like, I wonder how much Jesus felt like he was being used yes. while he was healing thousands of mm-hmm. people. Right. Because you know everybody wasn't coming there with the best intention. Yeah, 100%. Like yeah. some people just wanted to be healed. Yeah. You know, and there's not necessarily um anything that I've read in scripture talking about him feeling like he's being used by people um while he's healing them. But I'm like, even still in the midst of that, that wasn't his mindset. Like, mm, right. his mindset wasn't about being used. His mindset was on being a servant. Yeah. That was it. It That's wasn't true. on, yeah. if I'm, if this person isn't using me, then I'll heal them. Because he's being used by God. Cause he, yeah, because he's being used by God and his, he had this view. Mm-hmm. It was only what the father wanted. His, his priority and healing people wasn't for his benefit. Mm. It was for the Lord's benefit. And, yeah. that, and that perspective, putting on that lens of mm-hmm. not being used, but using being a servant, understanding that a servant is going to be used. That's part of being a servant. Yeah. But understanding that, okay, Lord, your will over mine. mine. And that's exactly. it's, it's the humility and the selflessness we have to have. Mm-hmm. And the only way we can do that is going back to what we're talking about, is reading his word, because he says in his word very specifically how, you know, was the first should be last, the last should be first. Be first. Like yes. it's that like the Lord uses those who are humble. Mm-hmm. Like humility is such an important part of walking out the calling God has for you. Mm-hmm. But honestly, humility is even a lot of humility in even reading the word in the first place. Because mm-hmm. the Lord gonna test your your you know test the pride that you might have. Even when yeah. you read his, I be reading his words sometimes. I'm like, man, Lord, like yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. definitely doing that. Yeah, I need to work on that. Yeah, <laughs> so right. if you break that down, it's like if you're doing something for somebody, right, and you get to a point like where you feel like you're being used or they don't appreciate it, then really you weren't even doing it like for that person anyways. You're yeah. doing it for like what it, <laughs> what it brought you. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're not even wrong. Like how it would make you feel or whatever. Yeah, so, exactly. Like, so in the end, it's like you weren't even coming into it with the right mindset. Yeah. Because yeah. like when I do something for somebody, like regardless if they appreciate it or not, I did it for that person. For that so person. I don't need to thank you on yeah. anything that I do for somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just doing it just because I love them. That's a certain, t- yeah. that's a ter- that's a certain type of love to yeah. have. Like, there's a love that we love everyone, yes, but there's also a love to, I'm going to do something for you, not looking for anything back, not yeah. looking for you to say anything, mm-hmm. but I'm doing it truly because I care about the person you are. Yeah. But also, I, I, I honor and respect the role that Lord's given me in your life. Mm-hmm. Like, 
that also is like, okay, I'm not doing this for me. Mm. I'm really not doing it for you, but I'm doing it to glo- this, so that the Lord might be glorified through my actions. Yeah. Like that, even that is another way of looking at it. Facts. Yeah. And, and that is, that's really what, like talking about that conviction, I feel like just through me reading that, you know, today and through some other things the Lord has been showing me over this past week, just in my actual relations day to day, trying to learn how to be more forgiving, trying to learn how to be more loving and caring and willing to be a servant. Because I think in my life, um, I have always kind of had a heart to be a servant for other people. Like mm-hmm. I always want to try and help other people, try and be there for other people. But I always get frustrated or upset if I'm doing all this for you, but yeah. there's nothing being returned. Mm. Like I think I've gotten in so many places where I where I was in situations like that and it hurt me. So now because I've been in situations like that and it hurt me, it causes me to be like, mm, maybe I, I won't right. help you. Maybe I won't try and put myself in this position or in this place to be able to be a servant to you or to whoever I need to be a servant to. But like reading the scripture and really getting an understanding on how Jesus was, bruh, the love and the and who he was as a person makes absolutely no sense compared to the way that we think. Right. It is literally the opposite, mm-hmm. completely opposite. No, like really. love those who hate you. Like, that's do you do you really know what that like? It's like we read that and we're like, oh man, that's good. Pastor says it on stage. Oh man, that's good. You know what I'm saying? Right. But like, what like, does it look like, like actually, to like, live that love, like with your whole heart? Somebody mm-hmm. who like they were actually killing this man, mm-hmm. and he still loved him. Like, yeah. But, but I'm thinking about it. Somebody just if I walked on somebody pulled a gun on me, how I would feel? Yeah. Like, but to be able to walk in that love that Jesus had, even for somebody like that, like it's so crazy. And mm-hmm. what you just said about like he was on the cross, mm-hmm. and the, what he this dude had the audacity to say. Lord, they might not know what they do. Like, yeah. right. there's a sense of, it don't yeah. even, Lord, I'm it doing this for matter. you. It don't even yeah. matter. They don't even see what they're doing, but yeah. it's okay, though. Right? Yeah. I love them still. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it's something I just had. Yeah, what you were saying about how, in the li- how to live that out. There's a scripture I can't think of, it, but it says, at the renewing of your mind. Like, mm. the word does that. Going, mm, literally right. going back to the base of what we were saying with the word of God and reading it. Through reading his word, mm-hmm. there's a transformation that happens in your spirit and your amazing. mind mentally to the point where now mm-hmm. you can do that. But it takes time. Yeah. Like yeah. it's like it's like he's a carpenter. Like you, you think of can't remember what profession, but like they mold, they take different things in clay and they mold it into what yeah, part of what it takes to for to allow him to mold us into what we're called to be. But to understand that molding process takes time. Yeah. Like yeah. to get to the cup or the bowl. <laughs> Or whatever that we're called to be for his glory, it takes time to be able to get there. Mm-hmm. And if you see some times where, like, I've seen videos where, like, when they're doing that, stuff is falling off. Mm-hmm. Like, stuff is splashing all over the place. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just, oh, I'm glad the Lord showed me that. that. Like, while he's doing that, things are coming off of our life that shouldn't be there as he's transforming us into what he's called us to be. Yeah. Being that servant, being mm-hmm. selfless, being, you know, humble in whatever position God's given us. Like, you were talking the other day about, I was talking to you, but I think it's for myself. Lord, am I in a season where it's not about people pouring into me? Is it about yeah. me pouring into people? Mm. Like, is, is this a season I'm in that you, I, you've given me wisdom to talk to someone about something? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, yeah. Yeah, there are certain, definitely certain seasons where, you know, there are certain seasons where you have people like spiritual leaders who are really pouring into you and helping you. But there are some times where it's like, God is like, mm, yes, it is important. 
And I don't think that we should neglect or negate the fact that you should have somebody who is a strong mentor um, and good, like strong in their faith. And I think for you, that it can be like your dad, like yeah. your father. I feel like that's really good for you. And for me, that was my dad. Yeah. Um, but I think that can be important. But there's also those times, like personally now, what I'm going through, it's a season of, okay, you've relied upon people in the past. You see where that got you. Right. Come rely upon me. Right. Ooh, you know good. what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. It's like you've relied upon spiritual leaders. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with having a strong, God-fearing spiritual leader in your life. But sometimes I believe that God has to pull you away from that for certain periods of time so that you can understand that there's supposed to be this. It's not mm-hmm. just this. Yeah. This, like where it goes out and they getting stuff from God. Like, no, you, you can hear from him. You go, go straight to the source, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what God has been showing me. Like, granted, like, I do, wanna, I do want somebody who I can go to and who can be there and, you know, always give me correction or guidance on certain things based upon what the Lord has already shown them in their lives and then being at a different stage. But there's also the fact that I can get daily guidance from the God himself, from the Holy Spirit, through getting in his word, through spending mm-hmm. time in his it presence. It comes from getting in the word. You know, and through living a life of worship, you know, not yeah. just worship being what you do on a Sunday morning before the pastor starts preaching, but that being a continual part of your life through your actions, mm-hmm. what yeah. you say, what um, you do. And I, think that's, I think that's good. I think like what really just talking about like, okay, the basis being the word. Okay, then how the world can help us in our, in our you know, being Holy Spirit love and also even, not even more important, but just being a servant, understanding that the word of God is the basis, the basis of everything we talked about is understanding the word. It starts with the word. Yeah. It's, that's, that's where it starts at. Um, but I think just talking about all this is, it's, hopefully it can be beneficial to everyone that's listening that you're able to see like, all right, Lord, how, how, how can I be a servant for you? How can I let your spirit hold me? Or not hold me, but like lead me and mm-hmm. hold me, honestly, too. But seeing that all that comes from the basis of knowing the word of God, knowing what he's called us to do as his children. So mm-hmm. I know there's something that you, that you want to talk about really quick. Um, no, I just wanted to hit on something that you were kind of talking about, or like, shortly a little bit ago. Just like the, like, from staying in your word, you begin to have a renewing of your mind. And there's this word that I heard a few weeks ago when I went to this church in SF. And one of the words he used was metanoia. And pretty much what it means is to, to change one way, one's way of life resulting from repentance. Mm. Um, so resulting from living a life of repentance um, and turning away. And metanoia is more, it's not necessarily just a turning away, but it's like a complete change of how you think. And a complete uh, change of the actions that you're taking resulting from your thought patterns changing. Mm. And right. I think that if we're not constantly getting in the word, there's going to be no metanoia. There's right. not going to be a changing of patterns and the way that your mind thinks. Because mm-hmm. granted, yes, we are reading the word and it's a book, but you can't read. You read any other book, you may have a change in how you think about something. But the Bible, because it's the living word of God, it can literally change everything about you as a person it can change everything about how you think and how you want to act so i just yeah. think that that um that word kind of just came to mind when oh, we good. were thinking about that i think a lot of a lot of people don't realize that like especially getting like, when you first get into the faith and everything it's you're taught okay you know you read your word um so that you can learn more about jesus 
um, and then become like Jesus. But a lot of people are scared because they feel like they're going to, they're going to, it's going to be a sacrifice because they're going to want the same things that they've always wanted. Yeah. And it's always like a, like a fight there. Mm. But the more that you get into the word and actually soak in it and embrace it. And like we said, that, that meditation in it, like as you said, it's going to um, actually change your wants, your desires, mm. habits, patterns, and thoughts yeah. Um, yeah. to align yeah. with what God wants. So as you, as you begin to let the Holy Spirit speak to you through the word um, and you get that in your heart, the same things that you, that you want to do before, you won't even find enjoyment yeah. or yeah. the way you thought before, you won't, you won't think that way anymore. And you'll be able to think more godly and we'll be able to actually be that reflection of Jesus Christ that we're supposed to be no, because no. that's what's in our hearts. Oh, man, that's good. Um, well, yeah. I think we pretty much said like, a little bit of stuff. I think all this is just, you know, showing that reading your word is, is, the, is the, you know, starting point of growing into how to be Holy Spirit, like growing into being the servant God called us to be, and also growing and renewing our mind, So, yeah. um, so this is, this is Cali edition. Yes. Cali edition. The dividing. Yeah. I say this very shortly. West Coast, you know, that's gonna be a you know a thing pretty soon. We can get to that, but you know, um, always. So, hope you have a great week. Hope you're having a great week. Hope this helps you grow. Helps you think. You know, give you something to go back and think about. Listen to. Like I said, like everything we've said. Go back and read it for yourself. Go right back and read John 15. Or John 14, verse 15. Go back and read Mark 10, verses 41 to 45, where you, you, you were um, speaking on. So you might be able to know it for yourself. The Lord might be able to show you something for who you are as a child of God that He created you to be. Um, so this is it. Yeah. Um, we'll see you next week. Um, glad to have you on here. Yeah. <laughs> um, Uh, this, this may be corny. <laughs> it kind of came to mind, but like at the end, like if there's like a little saying, it's like um, go and let the Lord divide the truth from the lies. Uh, ooh, that's not okay. corny at all. Yeah. And we're Have keeping that in here. Right? Say that one more time. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I said, go forth and let the Lord divide the truth from the lies. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We'll see y'all next week. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Peace.